Welcome to the SLP Stress Management Podcast, your place to manage stress, reduce your risk of burnout, and find more balance in your life. I'm your host, Jesse Andrix, and today we'll be talking about what to do when you are overwhelmed but want to start using mindfulness and self-care. All right, so let's face it, things are continuing to be stressful, and like every time you think you might catch a break, there's a new change, a new policy to adapt to, or uncertainty pops up. And that's not only at work, but that's also in life, right? There's new things that we're learning to do, there's, you know, new restrictions or restrictions taken back, and no matter what, whether we feel like that change is in a um, positive direction or a negative direction, it's really overwhelming when there is so much. And even before we were in a pandemic, there was a lot of stress between work and life. So the stress of work, the balance of therapy versus admin versus life outside of work was there. And the impossibility of getting it all done and the schedules that were too full and growing. And these last few years have only amplified this. And a good thing is that, you know, if, if we can say that there's a good thing that has come of this, it is that the stress is no longer like a hidden secret thing or, you know, using that word stress is no longer like a hidden secret word. It is well known and managers and companies and bosses are recognizing it and they are trying to do something about it. Like even when it just looks like words or it feels like it's false or inauthentic. And saying you're stressed out doesn't mean you're automatically an outcast. It's the reality that we all face and we are now welcome to talk about it. But the downside of this is that it is stress. It is stressful and it's only grown, so there's only more. But you're not alone in it and you're not helpless or hopeless in it. So even with the inevitability of it growing, you can still help manage and reduce it and build resiliency to the future stress that you might face. And this can be done through practices of mindfulness and self-care. So mindfulness and self-care could be the thing that, or the things that help you to be resilient to stress. And they can also be one more thing on your to-do list when you're already feeling stressed and feeling overwhelmed. So it can seem overwhelming when you are already overwhelmed and it can seem like it's just like one more thing you have to do. So this makes it really easy to not do the things that will help you reduce your stress and that leaves your stress to grow further. And it's really easy to get caught up in that cycle and in that sort of habit building. So when you're already overwhelmed, how do you make it a part of your day or your daily routine without adding more stress? So I'm gonna give you a few tips to try so that you can practice mindfulness and self-care without the added overwhelm. All right, so here's the first one. Keep it simple. And this is probably 
something that you're like, yeah, simple sounds good, but it's really hard to do. Um, in the field that we're in, knowing as much as we know about things, like it's really hard for us to just keep things simple and think that that is going to be enough. We want to do it all every single time, but that's going to make it incredibly overwhelming. So it's kind of like, you know, if you do a practice of something once in a while, it makes it more consistent. And we're going to talk about that in a little bit. So keep it simple. It absolutely does not need to be complicated to work. Usually the easier, the more effective, right? Like sure, an elaborate morning routine seems fun and it can even be like kind of like super cozy and like, oh, this will be so nice to wake up and do. Um, but it also seems super stressful to commit to and something that could become overwhelming really quickly. So like stretching, exercising, reading, journaling, getting outside, having your coffee in silence, making a smoothie, and then meditating all before your 6.45 a.m. wake up call and time to get ready or time for work to begin or time for your kids to get up or the others in your household. Um, that doesn't sound so fun, does it? Like trying to cram all of that in incredibly early in the morning sounds rushed and it sounds like hectic AF and like anxiety waiting to happen. So instead, just keep it simple so you can keep doing it. And it doesn't have to be adding to the chaos that you may already be feeling, whether it's externally happening or the chaos inside. Okay, so here's some ideas instead. Sit and meditate or just deep breathe for a few moments like even one minute. Um, you could make a mental check-in to see how you're going to show up that day. Like just like, all right, how am I feeling today? How am I doing? Like, do I feel frazzled already? You know, do I, am I having trouble focusing today? Do I feel really energized and refreshed? Just, just seeing how you're doing. Um, set your alarm five minutes early. So not three hours early, but just five minutes early and use that time whether you actually get up or you stay nice and cozy in your bed and reflect. You could have a journal nearby so you write it down or you could just make a mental note. Or maybe you set an intention or you like list some things that you're grateful for. You could stretch or walk for a few minutes. So you could, maybe you do wanna get outside and walk. It doesn't have to be for an hour and it doesn't have to be also included with all of these other things. Maybe you just like go stand on your porch and sip your coffee out there or you go walk around your yard or if you have a sidewalk or a neighborhood that you can walk to, maybe you do like a very quick walk just to feel more awake. You could drink your coffee, your tea, whatever your morning beverage is in peace and quiet for five minutes. And although I do know this is depending on your household and the people in it, you know, small children, pets, and some days that is like much easier said than done. But if you can, that could be your practice. Okay, another thing that you could, you know, focus on, you can keep it simple, but also don't take a ton of time on this. Keep it short. So while you're keeping it simple, keep it to a few minutes. Aim for five to 10 minutes. And then if you eventually wanna build on, you can, but start small. This can be added to routines that you're you know, already doing during the day, or you could wake up a little earlier, or you could pause before you head into work or before you leave to get home. So here's the thing with this. Your brain likes consistency. 
which is why those other habits are hard to break and new ones are hard to create and stick with. So when you do things in shorter amounts of time that you can consistently do, it's better than huge, elaborate, time-consuming moments that you can only do every once in a while. So an example of this is that it would be better to sit, and I recently read this and saw this somewhere, um, so I'll give you two examples. One is that it's better to sit and meditate for like one to five minutes a day consistently. You know, maybe you get most days a week, and if you've ever taken one of my talks or courses or uh, workshops, webinars, this is, you know, this is what I talk about when we meditate. One to five minutes most days of the week is a great starting point. And if you want to build on from there and need to, you can go for it once that's consistent. Instead of saying you have to sit for 20 minutes or I can do an hour meditation, but I can only do it once a week. That's going to be a harder habit to create and you're going to feel like disconnected from it because it's only happening once in a while. It's not going to have as big of an effect as something that you're learning to consistently do and training your brain to consistently expect it. For me personally, this is part of my running routine. I really enjoy running and I was looking at, um, I was wanting to run for a really long time. <laughs> like, not that I've been wanting to run for a long time. Like, I wanted to run for a few miles every time, like four to six miles each time I would go run. That was my goal. Um, and so I would get to do that maybe once a week because it just doesn't always fit my schedule because that takes a lot of time, especially if you're not fast or you're pushing a stroller with two 40-pound kids in it. So instead, I've been running more consistently on more days of the week for a shorter time and just doing a short lap because I know once I get out there and I get going on that, I know that I'm almost done before I really even like have gotten started. And I know that I can get that run in really easily and it fits in with what I'm doing. And I also tag it onto other things. And that is the next thing that you can do to help defeat overwhelm is to tag it on where it already makes sense, add it onto another task. So, Overhauling can be incredibly overwhelming, and it's also usually not necessary, but it's what we do when we think we need to um, start some new kind of habit or, or routine or we're going to do something good for ourselves. We completely redo our whole lives, or we try to, like a New Year's resolution, right? And then it doesn't really work. Instead of trying to completely revamp your routines and habits, like even if they aren't great, even if they're not great habits, instead of doing that, in order to create some really mindful moments in your day, try adding them in when you're already doing something. So for example, when I run, it's on my, I'm already walking, I'm already outside taking my, my daughter to school. And so I either, I'm running late, taking her to school, and so we have to get there faster, which means I have to run instead of walk, or after we drop her off, I just continue and, and run from there. I could walk home, and some days I do because I just either feel like, you know, I've, I've been running a lot or I have somewhere I need to be or something like that, um, but most of the time, I can take a really quick quick run, just go a little further beyond the school after I drop her off or add that, you know, add a run to school instead of a walk and a run home. And it takes the stress out of, okay, I'm going to do that. And then sometime in my day, I'm going to find a chunk of time to get out there and run. I'm adding it on to something I'm already doing 
And so it just makes it that much easier to do. Another example is like if you're making your coffee or tea while it's brewing, it takes about five minutes, right? So, um, and if, especially like if you use like a French press or something, if you use a K cup, not so much, but you know, maybe you like pop that in and, and step away for a minute. Take those few minutes, one to five minutes, to deep breathe or to journal or to meditate. So, you could sit and while that k-cup is brewing you feel your feet on the ground you close your eyes maybe you place your hands on your chest or on your belly you feel your breath and that moment you hear that like you know that noise of it kind of coming out where it kind of like it's like that's when you know to stop deep breathing your coffee's ready or you set a five minute timer once you start doing it but it's it's you're taking that moment of already doing something and while you're waiting on it instead of kind of waiting and trying to figure out like well I could do half of this other thing that's when you do something for yourself another thing is like if you're driving to work you could listen to a podcast that you like or you could you know if you're really wanting to learn if learning is something that helps you really be present and really you know you feel it helps tap into like your your creativity and you feel really good when you're learning you could listen to like a, a course or something while you're you're driving into work or a podcast that's educational or just something that's fun before you jump in the shower or before you get dressed you could like you could stretch or you could do a few sun salutations from yoga so tack it onto something you're already doing and then it doesn't seem like one more thing. It becomes part of that routine a little bit easier. Okay, the very last thing, the last tip I have for you might be the hardest one. Drop the perfection. Oh, that one is so much easier said than done. Okay, that's it's a hard one to say, right? It's a hard one to do, but it's the truth. You don't have to be 100% at anything ever, ever, ever. And that includes your grades, your productivity, and your stress management. Mindfulness is about showing up as you are and observing it being present to it on purpose and not judging. Not judging is the key there. This builds awareness and helps you move forward with a more mindful mindset. And it allows you to do what you can, when you can, without the guilt if you miss out or you need to pause for life and then come back to it. So, some things you could consider with this. I'm not going to really give you examples of, of ditching or, or, or not being perfect, right? It's, just, it's kind of something you'll have to explore on your own and just give yourself relief. So, some things you can notice is like if you're really stressing about, oh, I didn't do my practice today or I forgot or I'm running late, taking a moment to say, you know, have a mantra or something you say like, it's okay. Like, I don't have to be 100% or it's okay to not be perfect or, you know, this is not perfection. It's a practice. So now that the overwhelm has been taken out of this or it's at least like lessened a bit, grab a notepad or some sticky notes and write down a few ways that you can start to do this. If you want to hit pause right now, you can and then come back. But remember, it's not about perfection. So just like with anything you do or that you teach, 
brainstorm it first. Give some things a try. Come at it from a place of playfulness and exploration without looking at it as one more thing you have to do or one more way to fail at your day. And then share it with me if you'd like. I'd love to see what you're up to and what you're trying. And if it's something that you are you know, feeling triumphant with, share it. If it's something you're struggling with, share it and we can, we can chat about it. So leave a comment below or snap a pic and share it in your Instagram stories tagging me at Jesse Andrix or send an email to jesse at jesseandrix.com. Find joy and fun in this and reach out to me at any time for support. So with love and light, thank you so much for being here today, and I can't wait to have you tune in next time.